<laughs> oh, hey, wait. First. First, we got something in the mail. What did you get in we the mail? We got a present. We, what? Gentlemen, we have finally made some money on this podcast. We have been paid for our efforts. Hell yeah. Here it is. Hell yeah. Let me just pull it out of here. We've got... Uh, we are now... Uh, billionaires, millionaires in oh. motherfucking Bezos bucks. Yeah. Sweet, yeah, Bezos bucks, guys. BezosTown.com. We're, We're rolling in it. Shout out to at Bezos Town, a strange man who makes this money on the internet. Um, and it's really uh, check it out. I think you can get it from him. The exchange rate, I think, is actually pretty reasonable. It's got a really nice picture of Jeff on it. Yeah, no, that's a very lifelike. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, representation actually, uh, in that he looks like a fucking ghoul. Yeah, everything like a else, bald, sweaty ghoul. Everything else looks like a crumb comic, but uh, yeah. Jeff himself is pretty accurately rendered. So. Yeah, yeah, cool. Oh man, oh, pretty man. cool, huh? And wait, there's well, this, there's thank this you, random weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, a uh, creepy person who now has oh. Greg's address. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> this. back everybody everyone's here for this episode john we missed you on the last couple pods yeah, dude. glad to be back it is good back in the the sucks back in the suckage yeah yeah back in the seattle sucks uh but yeah uh joined here today with greg colin and john and me alex all ready to give you another uh, amazing episode number eight of seattle sucks uh, but before we get into it, make sure to hit us up on Twitter, Seattle Sucks Pod. Uh, and we're also on the web. You can listen to the whole thing on the website, seattle.sucks. No.com. Best domain the, yeah, ever. It's seattle.sucks, which is a real life thing. And uh, <laughs> so any if you hate something or you want to make fun of somebody or I, mean, I think it's a good birthday gift or something is like, you know. You can just you Greg dot sucks and then it just has a picture of Greg. We should buy up all the dot sucks though. They're expensive. Yeah, no, that's right. That's literally all the money we've spent on this podcast, pretty much. Um, okay. Well, what do we have? Uh, so the last time we had a podcast, it was beautiful, sunny, and it was Pride Week, and now it's slightly overcast and seattle's still hung over from a wild week of drinking this is this is the worst weather seattle offers take i'll take the cold i'll take the drizzle and then you know the beautiful cloudless uh you know below 80 summers but it's the uh the clouded humid and still hot weather it only happens like 12 days out of the year but god i fucking hate it yeah we're sort of in between yeah i don't mind it it's better than torrential rain <laughs> i'll take the rain in today but still with a slight threat of rain which i like yeah no you know it's definitely you, know, you don't know you yeah there's still spritzed earlier there's still a 30 percent chance which is <laughs> do i have to carry a jacket with me everywhere yes 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 um but anyway uh we're kind of like seattle like i said is still sort of hung over from the head tax and pride week and everything so there isn't a lot of uh news nuggets of joy out there except when i was doing a little bit of research for today's ep i.e 
going to mynorthwest.com uh, <laughs> in private mode because uh, last thing I need is like you know that shit following me around everywhere. Um, I came across I really an- mess up like your Facebook ads algorithm. Like, oh, mynorthwest.com, ratchet up the Trump shit for this guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, seriously. Uh, or like SS replica gear. <laughs> yeah, all my sweet, uh, you know, all that weird fascist shit. Um, and speaking of weird fascist shit, uh, the my Northwest had a whole big story about uh, our friend, friend of the pod, Saul Spady. Yes, murder uh, fail son, Saul Saul Spady. Yeah, basically sums it up. Um, he. You know, he kind of was a part of the repeal the head tax. He glommed on to no head tax campaign, and he created a Facebook group called No Head Tax. I guess that was like the hub of all the amazing political action going on around that. He also got the the campaign to pay his consulting company to do whatever he was doing. Oh, perfect. I I think basically, like it was a lot of money too. Um, so he he managed to get the, the the campaign of you know the whatever billions of dollars uh, that was put up against this shit. Oh, it was like, it was like 200,000. Yeah. So <laughs> it doesn't yeah, take well, much. Oh, oh, well, that's, an, I mean, <laughs> politicians in this town are fucking cheap. So, um, they can be bought very easily, um, and scared very easily, but no, he got them to pay his company a consulting fee for basically, I think the quotes he put in the press, which like they went to, he was a good, like he was like, oh, the voice of small business because it's like seven burger stands. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a. But he made money. He's a hamburger fail son, and uh, but he has a taste of political ambition now because he is the okay. David to the Goliath of uh, the uh, the Seattle City Council. If you, if you consider the uh, giant monster Goliath to be Sally Bagshaw and uh, Jenny Durkin, oh, or I think something. he had his his sights on Swan. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 but she didn't back down. Or, I don't know. It's maybe, but... Uh, anyway, so he's renamed. He's he's politically ambitious now after a taste of victory, okay. after the council completely folded. Uh, wait, because wait, cause he thinks that this is like his doing, probably. He's like, you know, all the weight of Amazon and sure. the chamber and all that money come in, but he got a couple of quotes uh, in the Seattle Times, and, and he thinks, well, I brought down. Yeah, and just think, if he was able to do that, what other amazing things he can do for our city. Uh, and now he well, is renamed... <laughs> well, just, it took dicks until last year to accept credit cards. <laughs> so this, is, <laughs> this is not like titans of industry. or like They fought credit cards for like 20 years. Like, absolutely not. Because, because, because it was run by its founder, who for the last 20 years was a very old man. That's what I'm saying. Dick yeah. Spady. And the the credit card readers came out literally th- like the day after he died, <laughs> which was last year. Oh, he was, he was, that was his holdout thing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. He's like, no, fuck that. I'm not paying that merchant charge fee. Fuck that. The God people bless. still carry cash, yeah. which I love. I mean, I get it, man. Well, they still take cash. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so Saul Spady has a new political organization or whatever. The f- it's, it's a fucking Facebook group. I shouldn't give it that much credit. <laughs> How many likes we got on this bad boy? Um, there are 3,023 people Ooh. that like this thing. Uh, there are 3,278 people, people that follow this thing. And this thing is, wait for it, 
21st century Seattle. Oh, hence dun, the credit card It's a new morning, or it's morning in Seattle now. 21st century <laughs> Seattle. And so basically... That was Reagan's fucking tagline. This is... <laughs> no, no. no, you no. Didn't, that's not real, is it? That no. Was you. Oh, oh, okay. oh, that's dude. me. It's a dawn of a new era, folks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> wasn't that the name of one of the groups that gave money to the no tax initiative as well? Oh, is it? Well, maybe that. Maybe okay, he just. Maybe that's his. That's his, his thing then. Yeah. Morning in America. Oh no, was... morning in America. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh God, <laughs> they're still writing that shit. Reagan is the sun. Nonsense. <laughs> um, but anyway, 21st century Seattle seems to be some sort of vaguely politically ambitious group, um, and I, I just want to read the. Um, uh, they're tenants of belief. So they have a sort of manifesto or something, a seven-point belief system uh, to change Seattle. And wow, guys, it's it's pretty hard-hitting. There are some real big issues here they're tackling. We got to get Saul think, on the pod. Do we think he's going to try and run Saul for office? Pod. Is that what this is all about, or is this just even more generic than that? No chance that this guy lives in Seattle. No he, way. Um, that's a good point. Everything I own, he lives in Bellevue. <laughs> good point. Okay, go on. Um... But yeah, Saul, if you're listening, get on the pod, man. Um, <laughs> we believe that, number one, a 21st century region slash city. <laughs> okay. Off to a great start. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> they're, already, they're already talking about maybe more than Seattle. But a 21st century region slash city is safe for both residents and tourists. Oh, safe for residents. So we'll talk about so, that. Who gives a fuck about tourist safety? Like uh, Very low on my list of things yeah. I care about. Yeah. No, and I was watching that cruise ship go through the lock. So I was like, please fail. Please fail. <laughs> oh, man. Wouldn't yeah. that be great to see it sink? Uh, All those screaming so people just getting crushed salvo. in the lock. That's his opening salvo is how safe we're not in Seattle. For yeah. tourists. It's fucking great. For yeah. tourists. Well, tourists. I think like some tourists got hassled by a homeless guy and it freaked everyone oh, out. Oh, yeah, because... Because tourism is this massive part of our economy. Everyone's coming to see the balls and the space needle and the, the great wheel. Uh, but that's number one, safe safe space uh number two a 21st century it's just going to region now they totally <laughs> fucked up well, the region slash city is redundant anyway uh it's just annoying you could just say region then well that's city's in the in the region well yeah. <laughs> he's switching to just region so it's, it should say 20 21st century region instead of just 21st century seattle but uh a 21st century region has a fiscally responsible government oh that what? is transparent and accountable to results Wow, what well, uh, that is! Uh, I mean, wow, that, I don't know what that's he wants. Some common sense stuff that uh, I think everyone can agree with, guys. Cities? Fiscal responsibility. I mean, irresponsibility. I generally think of as bad. So uh, I mean, you know, and and secrecy also. So you know, responsibility and transparency. Good, I guess. Yeah. We also have, by law, a balanced budget at the city. There's no, <laughs> there are no deficit spending at city levels. Like. <laughs> We are not, not spending yet. beyond our means. Well, you just wait till the socialists take over, oh, right. John, and then we'll see about that little law, okay? Is We're going to deficit spend the city into the fucking ground. Destroy it. Uh, I don't know how they they plan on offsetting Sawant's uh, printer usage, though. <laughs> Dog-eared yet. Um, anyway, it's that's a loophole. Pretty, pretty lame, number two. Number three, a 21st century region encourages leadership that is diverse, in both background and thought. 
It's a nice uh, code word for more Republicans. Yep. Yep. Basically. Which is the same as fiscally conservative. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's just one point. We need more Republicans in yeah. Seattle. All right. We number we'll, we'll roll through these. Number four, 21st century region puts forward innovative, common sense, and proactive solutions to regional problems. Nonsense. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Nothing. Solutions. Yay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I actually do have you know like a genuine political aversion to innovation um but uh common sense i'm all for yeah great. i don't like Sounds solutions yeah no yeah. solutions are bad also so far there's nothing in here that is has any meaning uh beyond just some vague whatever but anyway number five but you know just picture his excited face about this well, oh actually picture his face in the first place if you don't know what Saul Spady looks like if you didn't catch his picture in the seattle times when he was giving quotes about like arresting homeless people and having them shipped off to, you know, concentration camps. Um, Picture picture the kid from So I Married an Axe Murderer with, like, the the big orange fro that gets in the way of his dad's soccer game, you know? And um, so, like, a small, like, an adolescent teen with a huge orange fro, but if that character was also played by Mike Myers. And then you're you're picturing Saul Spady. That that's a reach. I don't know. <laughs> I never saw so I married an axe murderer so I'm, I don't I watch got nothing. anything that Mike Myers is <laughs> period. <laughs> uh but number 5 uh this is a pretty good one. A 21st century region provides a pathway to stability for those without a home using first-time employment, training and educational growth. What does so, that? What? Okay. Uh, yeah. Whatever that means. And then number six is a region. Uh, sorry, I keep on. A 21st century region has equitable housing and diverse transportation options that integrate technology and encourage public and private partnerships. <laughs> so basically, uh, they they want to get corporations involved in public policy. Uh, so, uh, sound. I think that's a problem that's been solved, like yeah. pretty solidly at this point. Yeah, in case you didn't know, that's already happening. (laughs) Uh, Wow, that is uh, extraordinarily banal. Thank you for that. Yeah, and then the last one, this is the teaser in here. This is the one that, like, uh, they threw in here to just kind of get people excited. Yeah. A 21st century region provides immediate and free health services for mental illness and addiction. Yeah. Ooh, immediate, like, at, like... That sounds like At a the reference call to 9-1-1. like a nine one one response time. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, is there an asterisk as uh, you know immediate uh, refers to an average seven minute response time by the SPD? Yeah, so basically we have more of this bullshit. Um, no actual political stance, but it's all just like dog whistle conservatism. Like we oh, need yeah. to, we need to balance the budget. We need all this shit that they always say, and it's like yeah, it, it just means that. You know, you want a conservative takeover of the government, but no one will say that because you can't. Because we're a liberal Cause, city, goddamn it! Because they're cowards, so right? <laughs> Saul Spady, coward. You heard it here first. No, because we're liberal in name only. Because all of this stuff actually is very like everything he's saying is stuff that Democrats would lack lap up. You know, but yeah. As and long it, as you don't say it's conservative, because these people have no actual values. So, like balanced budget, yeah, that's a Democratic value. Uh, you know. Common sense, that's an ideology that we all can share. 
Totally. Uh, and if you read the comments, it's hilarious. Everyone's like, great idea, Saul, except for that homeless healthcare. They're like, <laughs> it's just like, they're like, so it wasn't you don't dog understand. whistly enough. Yeah, like, exactly. You picked it up, but the right people didn't. Like, Yeah, the fucking morons out there. It's like, there's so many fucking amazing name people, by the way. Oh. It's like a pension novel. Uh, but anyway, it's like, okay. yeah, people Let's didn't hear. get it. Like, the, just the whole, like, fucking. Let's hear some. Well, I, I don't want to go into like naming people, but like <laughs> the the thing is like this shit like uh and for extra money bottle that urine cell uh, ur- <laughs> for extra money bottle that urine smell and sell it the city is a shithole thanks to this kind of thinking what like wow like you you completely missed the thinking? point <laughs> yeah dude you don't get it this guy is a reactionary shithead this guy's a full on fascist. He really needs to work on his messaging because he went too banal, I think. He went too too bland. Um, and then and the, the comments really range, but basically like a bunch of people uh, hated the head tax and they really don't like homeless people. So uh, sounds like his constituency uh, to me. Um, anyway, and then when I was on the Facebook page, I came across, he actually linked to an Atlantic article about the Find It, Fix It app. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah. This is the one we're run by the city, right? Yeah. I didn't know about it because I don't use my phone to integrate with, I don't know. But everyone else knows Because you is. don't give a shit about potholes because who cares? Yeah, I assume someone will fix it eventually. I don't know. You're like, and if someone's And if someone's not fixing it, it's not because they don't know there are fucking potholes in the city. It's because we don't believe in... Well, taxation or paying for things to me it like, just seems like yeah. a like, it's like a steam what? valve you know like it gives people some uh, a forum to complain on so they don't yeah. you know take it out on the their co-workers and they get a little <laughs> automated message back or something like thank you yeah no I, yeah uh but seriously like the re like that's it's that shit's build is like a technological like solution to like better government or something but like that's it's not what the problem is. Yeah. So the whole point of the app is that if you see some sort of like you know down tree or a pothole, you can tag it, geocode it, or something like that. And then it goes to the city, and they they can keep track of things like this. Uh, but the article talks about how the app is also in probably primarily uh, being used to tag homeless people in homeless encampments. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> there is no homeless person category on the app, but there is an other category. Uh, the all-encompassing other. Wow, that is really actually too right. That is too, that is too dead on. The That's like it's the other. Other, other I mean, with the... And the the in, little graphic is like a broom sweeping. Like, <laughs> it's, it's other like, in the political sense, in the like social science sense. Yeah, it's just some guy winking like other. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I guess um, be- it's like that whole that Simpsons episode where they turn the homeless guy into a fire hydrant. You guys remember that one? They're like, rebranding <laughs> Springfield. Uh, yeah, find it, fix it, man. Um, anyway, and by fix it, they mean like doing an encampment sweep and uh, fucking people shit up. Uh, but anyway, uh, the total number of complaints received last year was twelve thousand five hundred. Uh, an average of 34 a day for encampments. Wow. Um, which is kind of crazy. That I, don't, I didn't even know the app existed, but uh, 34 times a day people are reporting. And I'm sure it's going up 
Well, what's been you right about that being just a release valve? Because like these people are reporting, probably almost all these are reporting very visible encampments, like on the road, under the bridges, before they put up the the fences, you know, and like, and it's like everyone knows the city knows the city knows that shit's there, but you know. Like, this is not a mist. Everyone knows where people are living. Like, they're right on the sidewalks. Everyone knows. You don't need to tell the city. It's like the fucking potholes. Yes, we have a fucking homelessness problem, but... Well, but yeah, now hey, it's... You feel, you feel better. You've, you've made your, your, your personal ire known. But now it has a data solution behind it. You know, a data-driven solution to homelessness. Uh, or, uh, I guess, fixing That was it. one of the tenants, right? Data, innovation... Right, we're doing it. Oh. Final yeah, Saul Spadey tenant. What was it? Uh, oh yeah, we need to use tech- sense. common sense and technology. <laughs> First, there's a common sense solution, and then the data-driven solution, and eventually the final solution. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, what? What did the Atlantic say? Are they like this is bad? This yeah, is bad. yeah. They, basically, it's a very long article. It's too long. Um, but basically, they they make an effort, although it's not very clear, to connect the that like cops are then using this app as a way to target people. Like they're not officially in the loophole. Like these reports don't go to the police department, but anyone can look them up that has access to the data or whatever. And then, um, and it just sort of tells the story of how awful these sweeps are. And so it's mostly, I think a story about how we have a problem and sweeping up and, you know, bulldozing encampments doesn't really sound like it's working or is, and it's, humane. De- it's deeply horrifying. Like, yeah. hey, um, while you were out, we took the very last of your personal belongings, those basic necessities that were just barely keeping you alive, we binned them. Uh, <laughs> but credit to the article, uh, which is written by Day Shit Kim Hawkins. Um, and the, the Atlantic in general, I will say, has been a national forum for the sort of issues that are going on in Seattle, which I think has been unique, but also fairly well covered. Like it's the only place where you can get any nuance on any of the topics because they have long form article format. And they are, yeah, actually covering it. And so they're actually covering it. Whereas every other, uh, you know, news organization, whether it's the New York times, it's just like a, a couple paragraphs and it says, you know, oh yeah, like this happened and there's no backstory to anything or any context. Um, so credit to the Atlantic for at least investigating. And I think, and woe to us for having to rely on a rag like the Atlantic, because that's really a sad, a sad notion, but go on. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but anyway, uh, add that to the list of apps that homeless people need to look out for. They're, what was the name of the first one? Samaritan. Yeah. Oh, man. That's how they're getting paid. <laughs> Samaritan find and now it, Find it. it, Fix It, which I love how it was like appropriated to become like a Gestapo. <laughs> like, the next one will be called Just Disappear. <laughs> like, <laughs> we got a tag. Naming names. <laughs> Yeah, a little magician comes out and like, puts a, a cape over the homeless person and then whisks it away. He's gone! No, actually, Ask Jeeves is pivoting again, and uh, Jeeves is Jeeves is just, like, he he, he wears, like, patent leather. Jack-booted. Jack-boots and, like, has, and silver piping, and he, like, takes your complaints about the undesirables in your neighborhood. 
Right. And I think, like, I guess we're sort of laughing about it, but it is pretty horrifying. I don't really know what else you could do. Um, I don't know what you guys think. Fan of the fix-it, find-it philosophy or not a fan of the fix-it, find-it? <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, well, I, think, uh, I, I mean, you can't stop people from being shitty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this goes back to that the one of our earlier episodes where, like, people are convinced the city government is, like, trying to protect homeless people and like you know the magnolia residents are like freaked out and then this is like the other side it's like city bureaucrats are also not setting up elaborate schemes so like (laughs) we need the citizens to report homeless people so we can clean them up right i mean it's it's just like everyone is stupid what point right and i (laughs) i asked for all sides opinions because that's what the 21st century seattle uh facebook page when they linked the article was like Here's an interesting article. What do you think about it, guys? And like, like they were gonna get a bunch of like, you know, nuanced or thoughtful takes on it, and it's all just insane right wing. <laughs> uh, basically, people just trashing the Atlantic for being bigoted of all things. <laughs> and what does that even mean? I don't know. They refer to the 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 article and the guy that wrote it as bigoted, and it's it's, it's kind of you know just your typical right-wing response Wait, no one read that is the article. not your, like calling out towards the wealthy or something yeah bigotry calling out bigotry is not your typical right-wing response you're gonna have to explain more like read one of these what are, what are we talking about here well okay typical i guess let me rephrase that your typical internet trolling response <laughs> like, that's incredibly typical on the web um i was just thinking about so you know there's some like find it fix it crew at the city right and they were like this app is going to be so cool. We're going to get on top of those potholes and those like abandoned couches. And we're so excited. And they're like, flip it on. And all that comes in are just homeless people. And people are like, clean it up. They're just like, (laughs) tools who um, are making more than the people who actually clean up, who actually fix the potholes. were like, Oh yeah, this data will, We'll make it so much easier. We won't have to go out and find the potholes now, you know, like, and all this other stuff. And it's like, it's just an example of technology fixing nothing. Like, you don't have to go out and find, like, just drive down the street and stop at a pothole, like, and fix it. This is not a real problem. Yeah. Knowing uh, exactly where all this shit is. is I mean, the city isn't omnipresent. They don't know where everything is. So it's not like it's hard to find these things, you know? I don't know. I, I think it was well intentioned. Well, I'm and then sure. It oh, just yeah, got absolutely. totally hijacked into something else, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, reading the comments here, it's pretty amazing. Um, okay. Uh, here's a good one. Uh, I think most of the article is ridiculous. A lack of affordable <laughs> homes is not the reason people are homeless and living in tents. Oh, obviously not. Uh, in surveys, <laughs> I like how they have surveys. Uh, in, in surveys, surveys. Uh, I've consulted the literature, <laughs> sir. I've. <laughs> This is pretty good. Um, uh, in surveys, they have shown 32% of people living in tents on the streets are there by choice. They don't want to live in a real house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's definitely... Yeah, no, obviously. True. Which is why... Also, that is 32%, obviously, a vast majority of those people. Yeah. Which is how numbers work. Which is why I think... Um, <laughs> yeah. We should keep referring to it as camping. It's camping, yeah, folks. Yes, yes. It's really glamping because they're not even off the grid. Yeah, I those mean, they fucking got, Seattleites can't even yeah. leave the city. <laughs> <laughs> they're North Face tents. Yeah, Seattle's 
I wish I could take a vacation right now and just go glamp Seattle's down by the freeway. Going through a severe glamping crisis <laughs> yeah. right now. Wow, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I didn't realize that. It's just well, now totally I, insane. Now I have no sympathy for these people because I know they're living their best life. Yeah, yeah. well, d- did you guys hear about Tent Mansion on like 3rd and Denny? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I saw a headline. Shit. Incredible. Tell us about tent, tent Mansion, please. So Tent Mansion spans about a block... <laughs> Um, on third, it wow. goes from it no goes way. from Tent the Mansion. old car toys. It's across the street from Cairo, the Cairo building, I think. Um, I wish I could remember the cross street, but uh, so it basically goes to the center on third, and uh, they got a keg there. There's just a bunch. There's a bunch of tents, and there there was a my Northwest article, and they they called it Tent Mansion. That's the name that they had. So basically, because yeah, I did see the article that was like oh, a keg showed up. Yeah, can, can you believe like it? A picture with like a diagram and like it's circled in red. Like, look, yeah. in among all this refuse and junk, we found an aluminum cylinder that appears to have at one time <laughs> yeah. be filled with beer and it's like first of all god fucking forbid anyone like have a fucking brew but also there was no beer in that fucking keg at like sitting there like that was probably just something someone found and used to prop up their house and keg man and (laughs) keg mansion (laughs) that sounds pretty cool um tent mansion by the way is just basically a row of tents yeah that's all they're living it's just like it's it's like Tent hotel at best. I don't know. As as someone who, you know, has pretty opinionated about homeless people in Seattle, uh, I just find Tent Mansion to be a little tacky. Like a <laughs> yeah. McMansion. You know, there's no respect for, you know, the solid architectural architectural foundations of a normal tent yeah. city or an encampment. Um, with you're like, not really maximizing sort of the aesthetic tradition of a tent without an adjacent campfire and woods. It doesn't you know. fit in with the neighborhood. It's my problem. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't I'm more of you know. Also, I guess that's another thing like, too. Yeah, it doesn't fit in with the aesthetic already. You know, presented. there's like domes next to triangles next to box tents. It's it's just all higgledy piggledy. Yeah, no, I I agree. Tear down tent mansion. Also, uh, is a makeshift tarp lean to really a tent? No, that's a shelter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Ten mansion rules. I'm looking at ten mansion. Yeah. <laughs> it does rule. You know what, it does. Fucking you know my Northwest like is so pissed about ten right mansion. Now. Holy shit! Uh, uh, did I say a tent? A keg. I want to like bring them a full keg with a tap and everything right now and have a party with them. You should. They're probably out there. Well, you are. You're just guessing that because they live there, right? That is their well, homes. So. Every time I drive by, there's usually a few folks just hanging out. You know, just waiting for a keg delivery. Probably. I mean, they would accept one. Is my guess. I mean, yeah, I I would drink it with them. Fucking my Northwest is insane. I'm just looking at the yeah. headlines. Yeah, it's Holy unnamed. shit! Yeah, my God, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay, give us a taste. Oh, just like an illegal gun initiative with 17 problems. Definitely not illegal. Senate Dems and their ridiculous demand. <laughs> Mass exodus of Seattle officers over disgust with city leadership. Well, Dang, oh, these, wait, are, these are definitely wait, all true. On. That sounds like a fantasy I had one, one afternoon. Are, uh, are officers just like leave, leaving in mass? I heard uh, this on good authority that that is happening. Good. 
Wow. Bye. (laughs) Unfortunately, because nothing, you know, we aren't like actually abolishing policing, a whole new generation of like bloodthirsty shitheads will probably be hired in their in their stead. So, I mean, same old, same old. Yeah, all these cops are like, we want to take a huge pay cut to go to a small town (laughs) around here. Yeah, where there's no Our over- cops make so much no overtime money. for directing <laughs> yeah, traffic. Yeah, uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so that was uh, the fair and balanced uh, all sides heard discussion on 21st Century Seattle's Facebook page is pretty fucking one sided and hilarious. I definitely recommend you never go to it ever and <laughs> stay as far away from it as possible. But I think it's we can all agree literally toxic. that the best possible path forward is for Saul Spady to run for a high office like city council or something governor that would be just like a dream come true I'd be careful what you wish for that's all I can say uh but uh sort of as a segue the 21st century Seattle's number one tenant the number one thing is that Seattle remain a safe place for everyone tourists and residents alike um which is hilarious because have you guys, uh, y'all read the article about how Seattle is thinks it's a really dangerous city, but in reality it's like completely safe? This is like, uh, yeah, this is Seattle Times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't read the article, but I read the headline and, uh, of course, chuckled to myself because that's the number one thing people talk about is the, the horrible Boy. property crime. Well, like, like, look, that's the first thing he mentions, Saul Spady on his bullshit thing. That's, like, the fucking... That's um, our best friend. Uh, what's his dumbass name again? Dubin? Oh, yeah, Matt Dubin. That's, you know, for, that's every... <laughs> every that's, it's the easiest. It's the easiest way to, like, excite a homeowner. Anyone with any fucking money... And who owns anything physical is suddenly, I think, just gripped with a terrifying fear that it or their now not ter- not shitty life is going to be inconvenienced or potentially damaged by crime. Well, I mean, one of the big takeaways here is that the West and North, so Magnolia and Ballard, were extremely over uh, over fearful in relation to the rate of crime. <laughs> well, it's a, a hilarious cuz at the at the top of the article our our fa- your neighborhood, our favorite neighborhood yeah. is mentioned and uh man, fucking Magnolia, dude. And sure enough, on the map of like rate of crime, uh it it is like it's in the 0 to no, like very little to zero category. It's not yeah. smoking red hot, and then like, you know, but it's damn near. Yeah, it's in the fear of crime. It's very near the top. It was Seattle might not be might be one of the uh, safest cities in the world. Times Square, nineteen seventy. <laughs> actually, is like a nice maybe. It's not safe even Seattle, nineteen seventies. <laughs> anyway, do you have it pulled up? Do yeah, you have got it. it. So, like, give me a hit. I haven't read it yet. Okay, so one of the so. Yeah, uh, the headline is, this is from Gene Balk in the Seattle Times, Mean World Syndrome. In some Seattle neighborhoods, fear of crime exceeds reality. Which is like a really like bland way of saying people are fucking nuts. Anyone who owns a home is fucking crazy. They have this insane <laughs> fucking psychosis that like the second you have any fucking property and that your life 
is worth just worth anything the second you aren't miserable as a human being you start to feel like your white life has value and which is not something most humans like have any concept of <laughs> and and then this then you have this inc- like apparently this psychotic fear of loss just overcomes you i assume again like um Colin, as you begin to have more equity in your home, uh, this is going to overtake you any minute now. You know you've got yeah. you've got a wife and child to protect. Um, you know, you know, the, all the guns are making you feel more safe at night. But uh, you know, someone could graffiti your home in Magnolia just any <laughs> just any night, and one night someone could come by and scrawl. I, God, I don't know what what would you tag Colin's house with, but. Um, no, the first thing up in this article, as an example of like an incredibly safe neighborhood that people have this fucking psychosis, is our favorite neighborhood, yours, Magnolia. Yes, shocking. Uh, I don't think it's worth like really City reading. The gist is like he basically just quotes a a psychologist or something. But the the real meat of it is if you go and check it out, there's these maps of the rates of crime versus the uh, studied um, like surveyed fear of crime and it's it's so perfect it's like the best one magnolia really is the best because it is pure it's like in these sum to zero category of of um actual crime and it's like it's burning it's nearly at the it's close to the top of fear of crime and i'm that this is what we've been saying all along this is like this is why politicians and people trying, you know, these fucking grifters like Matt Dubin, uh, who's, you know, running for office in Magnolia, ha- as part of his triangle of whatever bullshit is property crime. Because this is the easiest thing. People have this insane fear. And like we talked about last week, like, I, I would feel safe in any neighborhood in the city at any time of day. Like, to, like, you, you'd, you're more likely to get shot by a fucking cop than actually mugged in this city. Yeah. That's not true. But (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely not true. We still have we're not a perfect uh, city. Yeah. (laughs) But I do find it hilarious. You would think (laughs) definitely not true. (laughs) The hub uh the hub uh you're like, okay, well what are the most dangerous neighborhoods in Seattle, right? You're like, hmm, what? Like Pioneer Square, Belltown, South Seattle. South Seattle. No, folks. Magnolia. Magnolia. Magnolia, number one. That's where people are terrified. <laughs> some of it, the dog like, parks are like, "Ooh, you go to that dog Jesus. park." The, some, some of it isn't off base. Like, it's really weird. Um, basically, like, yeah, some neighborhoods like Pioneer Square and Soto are like in tune. It's yes. There is high crime, and people know. Yeah, there's because you high can crime. It's, you can see it. It's not a made up fear. It's not like a, right. It's you real. know what the risks are, and I want to point out that like I swear to God, like once every three months, someone gets fucking hatchet murdered in Pioneer Square, and it's insane. It's always some random person, and it just they just walking home at night, and then that hatchet killer strikes. And but it's it, like it's something that com- commonly comes up, and I wonder if it's like a cool like <laughs> killer survive the hatchet killer no, again. you just gotta know how to play alex you once told me the story about your six months in new york that like i still think of as one of as like do you remember your story about almost getting maybe almost getting mugged in new york oh, and I, like getting just like 
skirting through it on pure like confidence and cool uh well yeah i was on the phone it was super late at night i was like talking to my girlfriend and i just see some kids honestly they were younger than me and they were sort of like hanging out and i was like well that's kind of weird And they were walking towards me and i was like whatever like it's fine i'm in park slope it's like the second nicest neighborhood in brooklyn right and uh, and then as soon as they get close to me, they all fan out around me. And then I was like, "Well, yeah, this is, I know how this is going to go down." But I was on the phone with my girlfriend in the, and so what I did is I just speed walked like a Red Rover style through their net, and I just was like, I was like, oh, seriously, you know what I mean? like, like they were in my way, and how come like, on? Can't believe, yeah, I was like, come on, like this you is sucked him out, dude. unbelievable. And then I, I my heart is like pounding but i didn't even look behind me but i'm sure like nothing came of it not one of them said a word uh i think they were just mostly stunned but i guarantee you i was about to get mugged no but like, that's that, the thing it's I all psychological like, oh, right like they gotta intimidate you first and get that's why you, people ask you you know like you gotta smoke or something or like i don't know yeah. anyway well, that's, that's just one of my favorite stories i totally believe it and um you, but like, you not turning around is really funny, though, because there have been a few times in my life where I'm convinced, right, that someone's behind me and they're going to, like, stab me or stick me <laughs> up. But I still have that, like, Seattle nice of, like, I don't even turn around when in my brain I'm like, my life could be danger. It could be in danger, but I'm like, but it would be rude to turn around. You know? Like, <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, so back to this article. Um What's funny is like some shit is off pacing the other way, and this is the be- the perfect example. Is South Lake Union actually has some of the highest crime rates in the city, but really, it's but the people who live there think it's the lowest. Like what? they they rate it, it's like totally safe, and this just shows you like it all. It's all about like it's perception, like. I guess people in South Lake Union feel like because it's so like bright and new and clean and there's like so much shit going on, they think, oh, well, you know, we're taken care of here. We're in this this Amazonia bubble. We can't, we're not affected by this shit. In fact, for all kinds of reasons, because it's like a bustling urban neighborhood, the crime is is some of the highest in the entire city. They're like, we but- included white collar crime. In <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Yeah. yeah, that's a good point, actually. This really only covers certain kinds of crime, but uh, that's funny. There's also a weird, like, the all spady thing, and like this, our concern about tourism, too, which I think is interesting, because we keep setting records in tourism each year. Like Really? Yeah. Like, like it's Seattle a, records. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. huge. I mean, we're a huge tourist really? stop. People come here? Yeah. Like, to the, the city. Yeah. I get, like, cruise ships. Dude, the cruise ships. Yeah. Oh, right, the cruise ships. Okay, huge. yeah, yeah. Um, we have, like... But that's really it, right? It's, I don't, we're, I don't we're, like, know. a port for Alaskan cruises. Like, that's that's basically it. No, it's t- uh, Chinese people come here. Yeah, a lot. yeah, we're yeah, big. Okay. We have all, all those right. hotels. Yeah, yeah, going that's in. true. That's true. That's true. But but it's like, why? You know, whatever. If tourists are first of all, they keep coming here in droves, so like it's fine. And whatever, if they're like a little scared of Seattle, like very low on my list of priorities. And like every other, if you go to Europe, they're like, watch your wallet. Watch your purse. They're like yeah. pickpockets swarming you at the train station. <laughs> and like your money yeah. belt on. Yeah. They're like, oh, do you got your, make sure your passport's safe, not next to your wallet because you got to get in out your of here. Asshole, yeah. You know? So it's like, that's just life in a big city. In a world, like, in, in the world. Yeah. Don't yeah. be an like, idiot just, and be safe. Yeah. No one's coming from another continent to see like our 
beautiful waterfront no, to see the view from the viaduct. I'm t- you're wrong, though. We're like a big to go to Ivers and feed the fucking seagulls. They are. They're coming to the Space Needle and the waterfront. Space all Needle. Shit. If you are from out of town and you're listening to this and you haven't been to the Space Needle yet, um, we were recording from there until until it opened again and they kicked us out. Um, let me just give you a piece of advice. The Space Needle is a beautiful work of architecture that is best seen from outside of it. You can't see the Space Needle from within the Space Needle, so don't bother. Look at it from near or far. If you want to like go up and touch its massive like girder legs, um, cool. See it from below. Take a picture of you, you know, like with you in it, looking up at it. Don't go up in it. It's pointless. There are other, there are better places to see the city from, from above. Also, who cares anyway? Well, that's like climbing a mountain, you know. I've been, I've been to the top of the <laughs> is space it needle. like taking a high speed elevator is like it's climbing a mountain, basically. Um, and so anyway, uh, don't worry, guys. Uh, Magnolia is perfectly safe, but stay out of South Lake Union unless you want to get carjacked. <laughs> Like Death Wish style, like your wife and children are murdered uh, yeah. in front of you. It's the most dangerous part of Seattle. Um, <laughs> we should put up a billboard like, be alert, you're in the most dangerous neighborhood oh in Seattle. We should put crime scene tape. Yeah. <laughs> Just around the whole place. Yeah. <laughs> People need to do that more. <laughs> Fucking love crime scene tape. When I was a kid, I just wanted crime scene tape. Yeah. I thought you it was like, cool. I'm sure you can get that on Amazon. Yeah, totally. Um, well, th- that was the big, those were the big topics today. Um, you guys want to talk about anything else? What else is floating around in your mind? And that's fine. Uh, Colin, how are you doing over there? Uh, well, Z didn't sleep, so, um, not great. Ah, the joys of parenthood. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Isn't there some kind of, like, Vulcan death pinch you can give her that makes her go to sleep or something yeah probably some jujitsu move put her into a sleeper sleeper hold hold. yeah yeah Yeah, she's uh she's learning to speak but i don't know if she can yet get out i can't breathe yeah yeah oh man that's rough i'm sorry dude yeah she was trying to climb out of her uh her her cage this whole episode but (laughs) Oh, she's just so excited. Go tell her to play in the ocean. Yeah, she was, but I don't know. It must be all this negative, like, demonic energy coming from Seabrook. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty awful. Like, that sounds that sounds horrifying. It's honestly. terrible, man. It's it's. Why are you there? It's like she can't sleep because of all the wolves howling, <laughs> <laughs> the demons scrapping, uh, scraping at the window, and. <laughs> Such a light sleeper. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> Just get out of there before the tsunami, gone. Because yeah, yeah, you, I know. You're, yeah, <laughs> we're just straight dead. dead. Yeah. What's your tsunami up. evacuation plan? <laughs> uh, well, luckily we can just drive. I think at this point east, but I, I Dude, don't. It's think all we'd... flat out there. You got to get yeah, we, off that we big wouldn't... sandbar. You get washed away. You wouldn't. Yeah, make we it. we wouldn't beat the. The, the no, you're like, yeah, you're out on a giant sandbar. Like, yeah, yeah, no wonder she can't sleep. <laughs> I mean, I'd just be thinking about it in my mind all night, just simulating like, oh no, well, I, I'm yeah. dead again. And as we just read, uh, Magnolians have a propensity for anxiety <laughs> and fear. So yeah, you have the irrational fear of a 
home of the middle class. (laughs) Right? Like, how do you sleep at night knowing that your home is unoccupied, just sitting there? It could be destroyed. It could be burned down by homeless people, like, while you're away. I just trust that my fellow Magnolians will keep everything, all my possessions safe. They'll guard my castle while I'm gone. <laughs> it's probably like and got seek several vengeance. Like laser beads <laughs> yeah. on it from sniper rifles of your neighbors yeah, right now. Yeah, all the, they won't get past all the traps. <laughs> Fungy sticks in your front lawn. Holy shit, that's so amazing. I wish, yeah, next time I leave for a vacation, I'm totally setting traps in the apartment. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I hope my landlords have to like come in because of like, the smoke alarms going off and just get like a shotgun blast in the face. <laughs> like, whoops. Thought you were a burglar. Um, okay, everybody. Uh, Colin, stay safe out there. Thanks. Uh, you yeah. guys stay safe in Seattle. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you later. Hit us up on the pod or on the on the on the twatters. Hit us, hit us, hit us, us up on Twitter and, and uh, share 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 our link because there's the, I think I read about this thing called um, uh, viral something. Yeah, and it's like. If, if people like share something like more people will i don't really get it but yeah i don't do that uh, but anyway uh <laughs> i'm just really looking forward to spending my bezos bucks uh at any business that i think can take them i will uh try to go down it'd be funny to go down to the amazon store although they don't take cash there right it's all camera money thing right the checker might be confused for a minute though because like they're probably like oh, Bezos bucks might be a thing. He would, he would do. And they're like, so they're like, I it's think like, it's fake, um, but I'm not sure. Like, if I have to like spend part of my lunch hour worshiping in a shrine to Jeff, I'm, maybe I have to accept this money. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's got the balls on it. Uh, this might be real. All right. Anyway, uh, we're on Twitter at Seattle Sucks. No, uh, yeah, Seattle Sucks Pod. And then the website is, again, seattle.sucks. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Android Podcasts, Pocket Cast, <laughs> Cast, Hole, uh, all uh, any of your favorite podcasts. I don't know. You didn't list the one I listened to, though, Alex. Can I subscribe there? Or uh, Oh, no. Okay. If I didn't list it, it's, it's strictly forbidden. You'll never find a podcast on that platform. Uh, all right, everybody. Adios. Adios.